0: This week on the Canadian Tech Podcast, building a drone business in Canada is easier than in the US. CBC wants your money, Instacart will deliver your groceries, and your first-gen Amazon Echo is not Canadian enough. That's all next and more on the Canadian Tech Podcast. The Canadian Tech Podcast is sponsored by Olio Digital Labs. Olio are the planners, designers, and developers of the apps used by some of Canada's biggest brands. Find out what Olio can do for you at oliodigitallabs.com And we're also sponsored by CodeShip, continuous integration and delivery software that lets you ship your apps with confidence. Both CodeShip Basic and CodeShip Pro come with a free plan that grants 100 builds per month on limited projects and unlimited users. Visit CodeShip.com today to find out which CodeShip product is right for you. Welcome to the Canadian Tech Podcast, episode 143 for Monday, December 11th, 2017. My name is Derek Silva, and it's just me. I'm flying solo tonight. Uh, Stuart is incredibly busy with all of his new jobs. And uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to find anybody to join me tonight on rather short notice. Uh, So just moi, we're going to keep with the news tonight for the most part. And I will talk about one thing we I like, we like, I like, uh, because I was, as I previously mentioned, afforded the opportunity to review a Dell XPS 13 2-in-1. Really cool device. So uh, I will talk about that a little bit later. In the meantime, here are the quick hits. Apple released their most popular iPhone apps for 2017, Not going to spend a whole ton of time on this, but suffice to say, no surprises here. Number one was actually Bitmoji. That was a Canadian startup uh, that got bought by Snapchat last year. Uh, So they're number one. Snapchat, YouTube, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, Facebook, Google Maps, Netflix, Spotify, and Uber round out the top 10. Uh, WhatsApp, Wish, uh, and Google Chrome, also in the top 20, Ways and Lyft bringing up the rear there. Uh, Moving on, we've got uh, BetaKit talked to uh, or did a profile on a gentleman named Dave Croach. He's a co-founder of a company called Aerion Labs who uh, has been building, uh, with his co-founders, drones um, in the Waterloo area. So this started all the way back in 1996 as part of a digital video startup, or sorry, a student competition. Uh, And one of the things I found really interesting is that um, Dave has mentioned that uh, basically he has competitors in the U.S. who aren't able to do what he does, mostly because of uh, regulations preventing American companies from exporting certain types of technologies to a lot of different countries. And um, and of course, access to airspace being severely limited in the U.S. compared to Canada. So uh, there haven't been any military restrictions, a lot much uh, a lot fewer airspace restrictions, and that's allowed Aerion Labs to begin developing and iterating co- uh, products. They started in 2009 with a product called Scout, and then to one called Sky Ranger in 2013. That. Provided way better cameras and flight and that sort of thing, and uh, and then two years ago they raised sixty million dollars in uh, venture capital funding to expand the business, and uh, and also a little bit about uh, why Dave eventually stepped down as CTO, became the seat C- or CEO, and became the CTO instead, and how they're going internationally. So if you're really interested in that, check out the link to go to BetaKit at the bottom. There's a link to the full episode on BNN, a program called The Disruptors, where Dave was interviewed. So you can see, you can read if you prefer, or go watch the interview in video form if that's uh, that works better for you. In a move that might actually cause me to to part a little bit with a little bit more of my money, <laughs> uh, the CBC announced an ad-free over-the-top streaming service last week. It's going to be called... Actually, we don't know what it's going to be called, but it's only going to be $5.99, it's only $4.99 a month. Um, it started working in the CBC TV app uh, on December 5th. You can live stream content from 14 regional CBC stations and I believe CBC News Network as well. Yes, so this gives you... Um, so if you're, if you, if you just go to CBC, CBC's website, starting now, uh, you can watch full episodes on demand, new episodes, same day as the TV, uh, CBC live or TV live 24 seven from everywhere. Soon, they're going to limit that to just members. Beginning in 20, April, 2018, you're going to need to sign up for an account. It'll be free But you're going to need an account. That'll get you still full episodes on demand. New episodes same day as TV. CBC TV live 24-7. Continue watching across devices. So there's a reason to have an account. So you can actually pause, start somewhere else. And according to this, be the first to enjoy great new personalized features we will be rolling out in the future. Okay, fine. $4.99 a month will get you all of the above. Ad-free on-demand episodes. The CBC News Network live stream. And, of course, the new features. So ad-free and CBC News Network, if you pay $5 a month, plus HST, no doubt. Um, So that's really, really neat. Uh, Apparently, there are 1.1 million unique visitors using CBC TV's digital service as of November. That's quite a few. And, uh, of course, they're looking to increase ad revenue, or not ad revenue, increase revenue in general uh, by giving access to an ad-free service at only $5 a month and at 5 bucks, considering all the CBC has. Personally, I would say that's worth it. Uh, in, a, in another move that may frighten you or frustrate you, um, it's not available in Canada yet, but Facebook is testing a new version of Messenger specifically for kids. It's called Facebook Messenger Kids. It's a standalone app. Currently, it's only available on iOS in the US. Um, However, uh, they're trying to make it so that it complies with a lot of American um, child laws. Uh, COPPA is probably the most well-known one from California, which restricts access to social networks and pretty much everything else online to kids 13 and up. So... (laughs) This is not going to be simple, thankfully. Uh, You're actually going to need to log in using an an adult's Facebook account. Once the child has access to the app, their friend, pretend you're the adult. Okay, now I'm the adult. So assume I want my 8-year-old using this, uh, using Facebook Messenger for kids. I have to be friends with his friend's parents, or one of them at least, on Facebook. We both have to have Facebook Messenger for Kids, and then we can start up a, um, you know, a phone call or a message thread or, or, you know, a chat or what have you. So it's not going to be trivial by any means, um, but uh, they are definitely doing this. Uh, Messenger Kids for the moment does not feature ads, does not have in-app purchases. It's not going to collect information according to Facebook uh, that could be used for ads, and uh like i said they want to make sure oh sorry it's actually the us's coppa law children's online privacy and protection act and um yeah i don't feel okay about this i don't want my child using this um because i don't think there's anything just like nothing good happens at a bar after midnight uh i don't think anything good happens online before turning hmm, probably 16 years old but anyway um If you are a parent or you anticipate being a parent at some point, you should know that this is probably going to come at some point. Uh, After launching in beta partway through November, uh, Google's new Files Go app is available in Canada and a lot of other countries across the country or across the world. It's a file manager app that's supposed to let you organize uh, a lot of different kinds of files, so photos, video. Docs, etc. Uh, they're giving you smart filters to automatically organize images, videos, apps, documents in one easy to find place. I think that's kind of nice. Uh, it will, it also leverages Google's, dry, Google drives um, cloud storage platform, the mobile vision technology. So it, it will suggest files uh, that it doesn't think you need on your computer to let you save, save space, probably let you upload those to the cloud instead. And it also has a macOS and iOS AirDrop-like feature uh, so that if you have the app and I have the app, both on our Android devices running Android 5 and, 5.0 and up, I'd be able to easily send you a file using Bluetooth. But we do have to both have the the app on our uh, on our devices uh, and use Bluetooth instead of using Wi-Fi or cellular data or anything like that. So if you are looking for a new file management app for your android device go check out google files go Uh, if you're a torontonian you might be really excited about this uh starting on december 6th loblaws partnered with instacart for home grocery delivery now this isn't cheap (laughs) by any means uh three the delivery fee starts at 3.99 It goes up depending on how fast you want your groceries. There's also a service fee of 7.5% of the entire order. So order $100 worth of stuff. You're going to pay $750 plus $399 for the delivery. And and groceries bought through Instacart's website, um, because I'm pretty sure that's how this works. I've tried out Instacart before, um, are going to be slightly higher. Instacart apparently is working to bring the differences down. But regardless... You should anticipate paying about 10% more right now, overall. Uh, Of course, this is great if you don't want to leave the house, if you don't have time to get to the grocery store or what have you, you don't have a car, you have a really small buggy or what have you, Uh, it's winter, this is going to be available at Loblaws, Real Canadian Superstore and TNT. There's one I don't know about living down here just outside of London. And uh, of course, this comes in conjunction with the annual subscription membership that Loblaw just reached or just launched a little while ago. And uh, in light of the fact that uh, over one third of Canadians have said they've tried a click and collect type service and 35% say that they expect to rely on similar services in the future, according to a report from a company called GFK. Uh Also last week, uh, Qualcomm announced their new Snapdragon 845 chipset system on a chip. Oh, basically, in a nutshell, it would give it it should give you faster devices with better ma- uh, better battery life, um, more AR and location and tracking related features. In conjunction with that, I'm talking about the Qualcomm ARM platform, Microsoft unveiled that uh, they've got devices now not running Windows RT. Let's put that fiasco in the past. These are Windows 10 S devices with apps running in emulation, allegedly seamless. And, uh, of course, uh, same same sort of deal. Uh, LTE connections, fanless design, More efficient, more power efficient instruction uh, set compared with x86. And of course, smaller systems or smaller chip sets means bigger batteries. So, uh, and no fans, of course, allows for bigger batteries. So, Mobile Syrup has a a hands on with two devices the HP NVX2, uh, which looks a lot like a Microsoft Surface. Uh, tablet device with um, a super thin keyboard, kickstand, um, webcams, of course. It's a detachable two-in-one. Uh, it looks a lot like HP's Spectre X2, which, again, looks like a, a lot like a Surface tablet. Um, Mobile Syrup's got all the uh, specs here, um, so I'm not going to go a ton into this, but HP is pro- talking about battery life of up to 20 hours, 700 hours in standby mode. That is what two three weeks um of course ultimately whether whether or not that's accurate we have no idea right now um but this is a device that comes with an lte modem the the snapdragon 835 processor which is the same one i have in my uh google pixel and is in the samsung uh, galaxy s8 and in i think the latest oneplus 5t phone a lot of those devices have that chipset 8 gigs of RAM, 256 uh, gigabytes of internal storage. That's the model that mobile Syrup had. And then there's also here the Asus Nova Go. Looks a lot more like a traditional laptop. Uh, not detachable. It is a 2-in-1, though. Um, kind of bulky for what you're getting, but uh, it's got a nice 1080p display, 13.3 inches, Uh, the swivel hinges you can go into tent mode entertainment mode tablet mode etc it's about three pounds that's pretty heavy Um, but uh, you know it really depends on what you need so that's got the LTE modem this one also had eight gigabytes of RAM up to 256 gigabytes of storage Uh, performance was snappy on both they tried uh, running like 20 different tabs in um, Microsoft Edge web browser everything seemed fine uh, a little bit more lag uh lag uh on the asus device who knows what that what that accounts for there's not a a uh, an exhaustive diagnostic here of which websites they were going to or anything like that but uh so far pretty promising um so if this is the type of device you need or are in the market for you should have a lot more options really soon and last <laughs> in in a move that will probably upset at least a few hundred, maybe a few thousand Canadians, Amazon is saying that their first-generation Echo devices before the official Canadian launch uh, do not support Canadian English. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So that means Canadian skills like the ones from... Uh, Air Canada, BMO, TD, TELUS, Sportsnet, The Score, CBC, The Weather Network, Yellow Pages, those are not available on these first-generation devices. Um, So if you bought the Echo, the Echo Dot, the Echo Tap, the Echo Show, uh, you are not going to be able to switch over to Canadian English for some reason um, and use all these Canadian-specific skills. There's really nothing else to say about that. (laughs) All right. On that note, let's hear something a little bit more exciting and from our friends at uh, Oleo.
1: Oleo Digital Labs is one of Canada's most accomplished small market agencies, delivering web apps and mobile apps to businesses across Canada. In an era of persisting connectivity and pervasive mobile devices, it has become more important than ever before for businesses to be everywhere their employees and customers are. That's why Olio provides its clients with the peace of mind only a highly skilled and experienced team can provide. A team that is big enough to support your needs, but flexible enough to work to your constraints. With the client list spanning from the Middlesex London Health Unit and Ellison Travel and Tours all the way up to College Pro and the Home Depot, the team at Oleo has proven itself to be the planners, designers, and builders of the web and mobile apps used by some of Canada's largest brands. Find out what Oleo can do for you by calling 226-785-0420 or visit oleodigitallabs.com to learn more. That's Oleo Digital Labs, code that powers every day.
0: And we'd like to thank Olio Digital Labs for their continued support of the Canadian Tech Podcast. So, I'm going to give you a bit of a rundown on the Dell XPS 13 2-in-1 that I have been messing around with over the last two weeks. Uh, First, thank you very much to Dell for reaching out and offering to let us uh, mess around with this device. It's been really, really nice. Um, I haven't had a Dell laptop in my hands in a while, and so it was actually... um, I didn't know really what to expect. And much to uh, a pleasant surprise for me was that it's a really, really sleek device. Uh, this has got a 13.3-inch touch display, which was really nice to have sometimes. Uh, the device I, had, uh, or I have got, uh, still in my possession, has Windows 10 Home, eight gigabytes of RAM, 256 gigabytes of solid-state storage, uh, as I mentioned, a 13 inch touchscreen and uh, really snappy, really uh, fast startups, uh, like, I don't know, less than 30 seconds. Uh, I wasn't timing it, I should. Um, the battery life seems to be really, really good. I took it with me to a Canada Learning Code event uh, at um, the Western uh, Research Park, uh, just off or on Collip Circle. And I was mentoring in jQuery for the day. I had the device unplugged most of the time. So this was 9 till 4 or 9.30 till 4 o'clock. And um, it was really, really good. I got Atom installed on there, no problem. I had needed Chrome, so I put Chrome on there. I was trying to use um, Microsoft Edge so I didn't, you know, make make Dell have to reformat this thing. But... um, the performance is really really nice super snappy uh, Adam worked great without any issues uh, we were messing around with some really crazy jQuery so I got to to put the CPU and and the probably integrated GPU through its paces again no issues there at all uh, rendering websites in, in edge or Chrome was really really fast um, focusing on the hardware the keyboard is pretty nice uh, doesn't have a lot of travel, but it was enough for me to get through a day of typing JavaScript and uh, and helping folks out with their stuff. Uh, the uh, it's got a it's got pretty much all the ports you could want. It's got two USB C slash Thunderbolt ports. Uh, I think pretty sure it had an HDMI port. Um, I'm trying to remember now. Here we go. One Thunderbolt three. Uh, and that, that's also a power port. The other one is USB-C 3.1, also with power, uh, DC in, and, uh, and it's also a display port. There's a micro SD card, headset jack, headphone jack, thankfully. There's a, a Noble lock slot, which I guess is different from Kensington. That's new to me. Bluetooth 4.2 built in, uh, webcam, Dual array, dual array digital microphones. That's something that's been happening a lot now. Uh, the um, oh yeah, all all aluminum body basically, which was really really nice. Felt really solid. Uh, the screen itself, I had no issues <clears throat> flipping it around into tent mode or entertainment mode, whatever you want to call it. Flipping it around into tablet mode, the Keyboard disables, thankfully, and so does the the trackpad. When you do that, um, any uh, there is a Microsoft Hello uh, compliant fingerprint reader. We all know how I stand on fingerprint readers, so I did not test it. But the touchpad was really nice. The touch screen was really really accurate. I had no issues whatsoever. Any issues I had with the with the laptop were all around um, Windows. windows doing weird things um occasionally not recognizing the fact that i had uh, um, flipped the screen around or uh somehow you know uh, the rotation auto rotation being disabled i don't know how that happened it was probably just a slip of the finger on my part but anything anything i didn't like i thought i could put down to uh windows being windows um, there were a few things pre-installed that I don't like, uh, the Microsoft office 30 day trial. That's probably a windows thing or a Microsoft thing that they want you to put on there. The McAfee live safe 12 month subscription. I could do without that, but it's a demo model. Um, so I left it alone. Uh, there were a bunch of updates to do out of the box. Uh, I, I will say Mike, uh, Dell's, um, persistent nagging about doing updates in the middle of the day uh was a little annoying um but uh otherwise uh, yeah. and there are g- really good reasons to do that um not driver updates i didn't need to be bothered about those in the middle of the day uh, but otherwise the hardware was really really nice uh, i think the model i've got msrp is one thousand seven hundred and ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents so $1,800 uh, if you want it right now you can actually go get it for 1500 it's on sale on Dell's website uh, and it goes up from there uh, there's a uh, mostly actually well Core i5 for the cheap version uh, the version I had also had a Core i5 you can go up to a Core i7 from there and you can get bigger solid state drives and that sort of fun stuff so uh, all in all really nice device um, no complaints about the hardware, except for a little bit of a little bit more travel on the keyboard would be nice. But when you're building a really thin laptop, there's only so much you can do. Uh, otherwise, really, really so- uh, solid device, and uh, I quite like it. So there's a link to the show notes if you want to check it out. And, um, and I'm going to try and do a video version of this review so I can show off the hardware a little bit more uh, before I send it back. Hopefully I'll have a chance to do that. So with that, we're going to take a moment to hear from our friends at CodeShip. In case you haven't heard, CodeShip is a SaaS-delivered continuous integration and delivery solution that lets you ship your apps with confidence. You can choose between CodeShip Basic or CodeShip Pro. Basic is a simple testing and deployment service with pre-installed dependencies that works right out of the box, making the average setup time less than three minutes, Or TricoChip Pro. Pro is a fully customizable CI and delivery service that has native Docker support. It is much easier to use than Jenkins. It is easy to test your... Uh, test and deploy your microservices, you can push to any registry. It's also great if you want to deploy with Kubernetes, and it comes with a convenient local command line tool that allows you to run your builds locally, help encrypt your environment variables, and it guarantees 100% parity between your development and your production environments. Both Codeship Basic and Codeship Pro come with a free plan that grants 100 builds per month, unlimited projects and unlimited users, and they love open source projects so much that open source projects are always free on code ship. So visit code today or check out code slash features to find out which CodeShip product is the best fit for you. And I think that brings us to the end of our episode. That's it. So uh, I'm not going to do uh, what you've been up to lately. It's just me. I haven't been up to much <laughs> to be honest. So nothing worth talking about. Um, council meeting last week council meeting next week all about the budget right now and, uh, and I'm trying to find ways to to uh, bring that down so or bring bring down the proposed tax increase it's not bad we' I think we can do a tiny bit better though so uh, please review us on iTunes the more uh, four and five star ideally five uh, five-star reviews we get. The more people find out about us, the more fun things we can do, the more cool guests we can get on the show. Uh, you can also subscribe to the show on Google Play, TuneIn, Spreaker, yes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Player FM, iHeartRadio, or wherever, wherever else you get your podcasts. I use Pocket Casts. It's a great app. Um, subscribing ensures you also get the latest show as soon as it's in the feed. And, of course, you can follow us on Twitter, facebook or maybe you can tell a friend about the show face to face on the phone sms whatever whatsapp facebook messenger for kids i don't care uh we also appreciate your feedback which you can share with us with over twitter facebook or feel free to send us an email to contact at canadiantech podcast.ca so for episode 143 on monday december 11th 2017 my name is derek silva and remember The internet always wins.